So I make sure that when I am teaching my kids these things, that it is for a reason and I'm explaining it to them and I'm having that mindset because I want them to grow up and understand the importance of cleaning and the importance of keeping their spaces tidy and how it makes them feel. Welcome to the She Can Systemize podcast. I'm your host, Taryn Rochelle, your girlfriend with the systems plan. Just like you, I wear many hats. As a mom of two, CEO and founder of the Socialized Style Co. and reoccurring conference speaker, it is my mission to not only build my business around my life, but to help you do so as well. And how do I help you do this? Systems, of course. This podcast is here to help you infuse systems in your business and your personal life so we can ditch the overwhelm and feel in control. So it's time to pop in those AirPods, listen while you work, or relaxing with a glass of wine or my go-to, an espresso martini, and buckle up because we're about to turn chaos into confetti in your life because yes, you can systemize and I am here to help you do it. Welcome back to She Can Systemize. I'm your host, Taryn Rochelle. And today we are talking about at-home systems that are going to help you thrive in your household and also help others in your household thrive as well. So my experience with this is I did not always grow up being the most clean and organized person. Yes, usually in my school life, my work life, everything like that, I have always been very organized. But when it came to at-home and in my space, it was just a different story. And now that I am a mom of two and a wife, I just want my house to be organized. And I also realize that we all thrive in my household when things have a system, when there is order and organization. And no, I'm not saying we are super strict, like a military family over here or anything like that. So just make sure that you remember everyone has a different way that things work in their household. But I want to give some examples and some help for you guys, because this has been a very much anticipated episode about meal planning, about cleaning systems for your home. And I want to share my experience and what we have implemented. So you can then take this and see, okay, what is going to work best for me and my family or for you at your house? What is that going to look like and develop your own system. So from my experience, when we are in our house and it is 5 p.m., 6 p.m. rolls around and we don't have a plan for dinner, we are all immediately overwhelmed, especially myself. So I will be very overwhelmed because I have two little ones that are asking me what's for dinner. My husband's asking me what's for dinner. And before anyone is like, well, why doesn't he cook? I'm the cook in my family. I do not trust my husband with cooking. He is not the best cook in the world. And he is very good at grilling. And that is where we kind of keep his skill set at. But he does the dishes. So that is how we kind of divvy up the duties there. So anyone that does the cooking, try and get the other person to do dishes. It's the best. But when it comes to that time of day of we're all hungry, my husband's been working all day. I've been working or doing stuff with the kids. If I don't have a plan, immediate chaos, immediate overwhelm hits, especially because 
I am in my sports mom era and I am living for it. So my kids are in soccer, in softball, in gymnastics, in cheer. There's so much going on. And also we have other things outside of that too, like hanging out with family or hanging out with friends or doing stuff just with us as a four. And we just want to make sure that we are planning out things so that we're not overwhelmed. So when I was going through everything and I was trying to figure out, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why are we all overwhelmed? And it was because there wasn't a plan in place. So if you feel this way when it comes to dinner and you're really resonating with what I'm saying, I highly suggest that you incorporate some kind of meal planning system into your family. And I'm going to walk you through exactly how I do this. And again, incorporate this into a way that makes sense for you and your family and the way that your brain works. But just you can take what I do and see what is going to work best for you. So for me, the very first step in what I do when it comes to meal planning is I look at our calendar. So I like to meal plan a week in advance. I don't like to go any farther than that because I've tried it. I've tried to bulk buy things and freeze things and then we forget about it or it goes bad. And I'm just really not good with that. So a week for me is good. So my day for this is Saturdays. I've tried different days and this is the day that works best. I don't like to do Sundays because especially during football season, Sundays, I like to just be watching football and that's it. And so I do not like to do it on Sundays. And also it's just too close to the beginning of the week and I prefer to do it Saturdays. So again, you just have to kind of A-B test and see what's going to work for you. But I do this on Saturdays. I look at our upcoming week. I look at what is going on in my work schedule. I talk to my husband about his work schedule because he sometimes has meetings that go a little bit later. So I need to figure that out as well. And then also our kids' schedules. So do we have soccer practice? Do we have softball games? Do we have parent-teacher conferences? Like, what do we have going on in our personal life? So then we can make sure that we are planning meals accordingly. So once I've looked at my calendar and I can see, okay, these are the things that we have going on, I then start to plan out what dinners fit best on what days. So for me, I've come to realize on days where we have soccer practice or we're going to be gone right during that dinner time and we maybe need to eat before or afterwards, but if we're doing it afterwards, I don't really want to get home and then cook something because I'll usually won't do it. And I'm just like, let's just get takeout. And then I'm regretting it. So I love to do crock pot meals those days or something that's super easy those days that I've already prepped and it's in the fridge and then we just have to heat it up. So that's what I like to do on those days. And then anything that I want to do that's like more extensive, like my daughter loves when I make penny bolognese. And so that takes a little bit more time because I like to make my own sauce. And so I like to do that on days I know I have a shorter work day and we have no sports and things like that. And so I incorporate meals like that on those days. Then once you have your meals for the week, you can then go and figure out, okay, what is my grocery shopping going to look like? Am I needing to do more of a bulk grocery order at Costco? Cause maybe I'm cooking a lot of chicken and it's cheaper for me to get a bulk thing of chicken at Costco 
Or what does that look like? Should I just go to Target and get my groceries because I need to get other things there too? So I am all about productivity, as you guys know. So especially when it comes to grocery shopping, I like to make sure that I'm making the most of my time while I'm grocery shopping because it can take a lot of time out of your day. Um, it can be overwhelming. The stores can get busy. So I like to go to stores where maybe I need to get other things there to kill two birds with one stone. Or I am a huge fan of grocery deliveries, a huge fan. And no, I'm not talking about Home Chef or anything like that. I've tried those in the past and they just don't work for the season of life that we're in right now. But I do think they are great services. And but what I mean, grocery deliveries is having, you know, Instacart or something deliver your groceries from fries or Safeway and have them delivered to your door. The only thing you have to keep in mind with this is you're kind of leaving it up to someone else to buy your groceries for you. So I have had sometimes getting strawberries that have some mold on them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like why did this person pick these strawberries? Um, but it's just kind of like what you get by having someone else pick your groceries for you or so they, the store will be out of things or the person will say they're out of things. And so then you won't get that, those groceries. So you kind of have to like pick and choose your battles there. If it is more effective for me to still have them deliver my groceries and know I may need to go out or send my husband out for a couple things, there are times where that's just easier. That's just better in our week or in that weekend or that day for us to do that. Maybe we are going to be really busy that Saturday or anything. And I'm just like, you know what? Having them delivered is so much easier. We don't have anything going on tomorrow. We can run to the store and grab a couple things that'll take less time than doing all of our groceries and picking them up ourselves. So that's what I like to do. And what I also like about doing delivery services for those that like to budget. So we love budgeting for groceries, um, especially because groceries are just like way more expensive right now. And so we like to make sure that we are spending the amount of money that we like to budget each week for. So it's kind of going to go depending on, you know, your family dynamic, how many kids you have, um, if you have been one a budget, but for us, we are a family of four and we love to budget. Um, and we try and keep our grocery amount the same exact each week, unless we have something else going on, like a birthday party, or, you know, we're having people over to watch the football game or something like that then we allot for it being a little bit more expensive. If we have to get dog food or we're out of like paper towels and toilet paper and detergent, like everyone knows those things add up. And so, but we like to budget as much as we can. And so when we do delivery orders, it's so much easier to budget because who else goes to the grocery store and they're like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Let me get them. Or how come every single grocery store now does samples like Costco? I was at Target the other day and I'm like, what is with all these samples now? Because now I want all of this stuff. And so if I go to the grocery store, sometimes I will buy more than planning because I'm not just picking on the app of fries and just picking exactly what I need. And I'm not getting shiny object syndrome while at the grocery store. So that is another reason why I like delivery because it really does keep me on budget 
my husband will even say like, it's definitely a lot cheaper when we do delivery, which is surprising because then you got delivery fees, but as opposed to you going to the store and I wonder why that is. I'm like, oh, I wonder like probably because I'm in Target and I see something that I want at Target, but he doesn't have to know that. Um, But I really just like to do this and this is what works for our family. So we will go through and meal plan and figure out what we need. And then of course, look at all the different things that we need like snacks for lunches, anything else. Um, you know, if you're in, have kids that are in younger grades where you have to bring snacks, like my son at the time of recording this is in pre-K. And so we have to bring a snack once a month. So maybe we have that going on. So that's where, again, looking at your calendar and seeing what's going on. Are you bringing snacks for your child's, um, you know, sports team that week and you need to get them. So preparing and planning ahead of time for your groceries just frees up so much mental capacity because then on those days when things are happening, like, you know, you have sports going on or you have people coming over or, you know, it's just going to be a busier day at work when you have a lot of meetings, you have a client project that's going on and you just need to focus and not have to worry about what's for dinner or have your little ones asking you, oh my gosh, like what's for dinner? Are we doing this? Can we get McDonald's? And you're like, no, this is what we're doing. So once we have meal planned, I love a calendar. I have too many calendars in my house, um, but they are for different purposes and we'll get into those in a little bit. But I have a big wall calendar that's a chalk calendar and I write out our meal plan. So it has every day of the week on there and it's like a menu board. And I write down what's for dinner that day. Um, I also write sides if we have sides that are going with it, which usually we do. And then on days that we have things like practices or anything like that, I also write that on there. So then it kind of makes sense. So if I say, you know, we're doing crock pot tacos and I put on there, we have soccer practice, like that reminds the kids that we have soccer practice that day. And it's also like, okay, we're doing crock pot with fast dinner and things like that, because we're probably going to eat, you know, right before soccer practice or right when we get back from soccer practice. But either way, the crock pot will be ready to go. I always plan it to be done before we leave in case we want to eat before. And then I just leave it on warm while we're gone for an hour. So that's what I like to do for our meal planning is I plan it out like on paper. I go in, then decide, okay, am I going to go to the grocery store? Am I going to do deliveries? Then I do that. And then I write out our calendar of what's going on. And then when we get our groceries, we organize it. So I'm very big on keeping my pantry and my fridge organized. I like to know where things are. Um, I don't have a ton of like different drawers and, you know, organization inside of my fridge, like labels and all that kind of stuff. I've tried it. Doesn't really work for us, especially at the age that my kids are right now. But our pantry is very organized and has labels and it's just a lot easier to find snacks and get lunches together. But I do try and keep our fridge as organized as possible. Um, but when we get our groceries, we go in, we make sure that we get rid of any old food and then we put all the new food away. I have now made sure that our kids now help with this. So they love when we get deliveries because they help bring the bags in and then they like to organize it like this goes in the 
pantry, this goes in the fridge, and they have their different piles, and then they help put the groceries away. So that's a great way to get your kids incorporated in it. Then they know where groceries are, they know where things go, and it keeps things very organized. They're not like, hey, like, I'm going to put this over here and put my fruit snacks there, and then you're getting annoyed because they're putting the fruit snacks away incorrectly when you have a place for all your kids' snacks. But if they're helping putting things away, then they know where it goes. And it also just helps them like feel involved in it instead of like feeling like they're being told what to do all the time. They're just involved in the process. So now that we have talked about meal planning and prepping, um, I want to dive into cleaning a little bit because a lot of you guys have asked me questions on how I stay organized with a system of cleaning. I want to make sure that I start this out saying, because any of my best friends or family that has been to my house in a state of when I haven't cleaned before, they know that there are certain areas of my house that used to be, I can proudly say they are not problem areas anymore, but used to be big problem areas for me. So I don't want you guys to think that I have this like influencer perfect home and everything has a place and my kids don't make messes and I don't have marker on my dining table. That's just not the case. So I just want to make sure that this is very relatable to you guys, whether you have kids or don't, so that you know that I am not perfect, especially when it comes to cleaning. So my personal problem areas was my bedroom, including my closet. My laundry situation was a hot mess express. Um, and then used to be a little bit of our kitchen situation, mainly with dishes, but I've come to realize and any fellow moms out there hopefully can relate to me. Kids go through an insane amount of dishes and I don't understand. Like we will go through so many cups. I'm like, guys, just use the same cup. It's okay. Like you used it earlier today. You only had water in it. Use the same cup. So I've just come to realize we're just kind of going to have a lot of dishes at this point, but we try and stay on top of them as much as we can. But those were my three big problem areas in my house. Everywhere else, I tried to keep as organized or clean as possible. Um, I will say like other problem areas are definitely kids' bedrooms, but you know, that's kind of inevitable in a sense, but we'll talk about that too. So when it comes to cleaning, I realized just like meal planning, I'm sitting there one day and I'm like, okay, why am I letting myself be stressed out about this? Why am I letting these things be problem areas? I actually thrive in a clean environment. Um, I love when I walk into certain areas of my house and it is so clean. I'm in a better mood um, and my family is too. So why are we letting this be a problem when if it's clean, things are better? So just try and think about that in any part of your life business systems, personal life systems. If things are a problem area for you, you're overwhelmed with the amount of leads you get and it's so unorganized and you can't keep up with it, then invest your time in organizing your inquiry process and have a really strong CRM. Take that time to do it. Same kind of thing with cleaning. If you're overwhelmed with cleaning, you're overwhelmed with how messy things are. People are coming over to your house and you feel like you have to deep clean your entire house right then and there because you haven't been doing it or keeping up with it, then why not change that? So that was the realization that I had to make and my family had to make was like, okay, 
Why are we letting ourselves feel this way? And let's make a change. So we did that and we created a cleaning system for our house that has been a game changer for us. So the very first step of this cleaning system for me was getting my entire household on board. So if you have kids or you have a significant other, it is really hard to keep things clean and organized if the other person or other people in the house aren't on board and aren't going to keep up with it because you're only going to resent having to clean. You're going to probably resent those people. And then you're probably going to just be like, put your hands up in the air and be like, I'm not going to clean whatever it is, what it is. And we don't want that. So have conversations, get people on board and get input. You know, that really helped with us and our family is I was talking to them at the same level. I was like, okay, like what would be exciting for you guys to do? Like talking to my kids, like how would it help to organize and clean your rooms? For my daughter, it was that she had a plan of what she was going to clean in what exact order. And that's what works best for her. She does her clothes first and then she picks up all trash and then she makes her bed. She has an order and a system in the way she do does it. My son, on the other case, he honestly just loves to clean his room and he's really good at it. And he just will go in, it'll be a disaster and he'll just clean it up. And he's not one of those kids that just throws everything in the closet like I was. Um, he actually cleans it up and does it well. The area that he struggles with because he's only four at the time of recording this is putting his clothes away, but we've worked on developing a system to help him with that. So get them involved and figure out what they need help with or what would be best for them in order to keep up with their cleaning. So the system that we incorporated in our family is for us to not feel like we're cleaning every single day, which I do think you should take about 10, 15 minutes each day and tidy up a little area of your house. I started to do that and it's really helped me in my mindset in cleaning. But when I'm talking about like deep cleaning or big projects, have a day of the month that you do these certain things. So this is what we have incorporated that's changed things for us. So for example, maybe there is um, something in your house like, you know, wiping the windows down. Maybe your windows are always dirty, have kids' fingerprints on them and things like that. Um, But keeping up with it every single day is just not realistic for you. You're not going to do it. So then it just doesn't get done. So why not on the second Friday of every single month, you deep clean and wipe down all the windows in your house. Okay. Then, you know, on, you know, every Saturday or every Sunday. Um, so this is what we like to do every Sunday. I like to wash our sheets and our pillowcases. Um, I'm just like really big on washing my sheets. Um, my son also is in preschool. And so he has sheets and a blanket that he brings home from school on Fridays for us to wash and then bring back to school on Mondays. So for me, I'm like, okay, again, two birds, one stone. My son needs his bedding clean for school. Why not just throw all of our bedding in at once, wash it all, and then we start the week with clean sheets. So that's what we like to do on Sundays. Then, you know, maybe on Saturdays, you go through and get rid of any old food that you have in your fridge. That's what we like to do because that's the day that we go grocery shopping. So on Saturdays, we make sure to clean out old food. Um, Obviously, if anything's gross during the week, we're not just like, oh, let's leave it for Saturday. We throw it away if we see it. But that's the day that we go through, make sure there's nothing expired in there and things like that and throw it away. 
So what I suggest is look at all different areas of your house and incorporate different days of the month that you want to tackle them. And then again, get your family involved. So if there is a day that you're going to vacuum all the rooms and you have kids that are at ages that they can vacuum, then get them involved and they can vacuum their rooms. So they feel in charge of their space. And then my daughter now, she loves vacuuming. She's like, can I vacuum your room? I'm like, go ahead. Um, And so they start to get excited and want to help with things. So don't feel like, you know, you're becoming a military family and, you know, your kids have to clean and do all this stuff. If they enjoy it and like it, then that's great. And also as parents, I honestly highly encourage that you teach how to clean and why to clean and why it's important. Because as someone that did not grow up that way and no shame or hate to my parents, you guys know I love you, but we grew up very privileged where we had people that came and cleaned our house. And I didn't really understand the value or the importance of cleaning because someone else did it for me. And that is why I think I had such a hard time growing up as an adult of cleaning my space. And so I have really made an important effort to make sure that's not the case for my children. So I make sure that when I am teaching my kids these things, that it is for a reason and I'm explaining it to them. And I'm having that mindset because I want them to grow up and understand the importance of cleaning and the importance of keeping their spaces tidy and how it makes them feel. Because I even asked them, like, do you feel better when your room is clean or dirty? And they both said clean. And they do enjoy when our house is clean. It makes it so much easier for us if they're like, hey, can my friends come over today? And I'm like, sure. And I'm not like, oh my gosh, our house is a mess. Like, I'm like, sure, because we have this system that we've been keeping up with all month long. And so having people over, it's just like tidying stuff up, like putting the shoes away in the shoe bin or making sure our dishes are in the dishwasher. Like it's nothing crazy because we're staying on top of it. So you really want to make sure that you are getting everyone involved and that you are making a system for cleaning that really makes sense. Um, The biggest area that a lot of you guys had questions on or how I stay on top of is laundry. Um, Up until recently, I could not be one to give you laundry advice because my laundry room was out of control. Um, But again, I took charge of it. We took charge of it as a family and we're like, okay, we are not going to live like this anymore. Me and my husband have been wanting to change a coat closet that is in our house into a linen closet because We never use that coat closet and it is just turning into a junk area. And so we just took a weekend and finally made it a linen closet. We love to create closets. Um, We built out our pantry at our old house. So we did the same kind of design in our linen closet. We got wood, we stained it, we painted things. Um, I'll make sure that you guys can see this on my Instagram. If you guys want to see it, feel free to send me a DM. Um, But we are really enjoying it. And we went through and organized it and cleaned it out. And now I have a linen closet. And not having a linen closet was one of the biggest reasons why my laundry room was a mess. We have so many towels. We live in Arizona. So we are at the pool often. So we have 
pool towels. We have stuff for the kids for swimming. We have, you know, guests that come over. So we have extra bedding, blankets, all the things. And so we just didn't have a place to put all those things. So they would just end up in the laundry room, on the floor, in our closet, everywhere. And so now that we have a linen closet, I was able to deep clean our laundry room, purge it out. I went through and got rid of so many bags of old clothes that don't fit my kids anymore, clothes that don't fit me anymore, you know, things that we just don't need in our house that we've just had because it's just been sitting in our laundry room and got rid of it. So went through and purged. And now my laundry room is one of my favorite places in my house because I can open the door and it is empty and it makes me so happy. And I will say like, I don't know about you, but for me, a clean environment helps me with productivity and creativity, like to its fullest. If I come into my office and it is clean, I am ready to go. If I go into the laundry room and it's clean, I want to do a load of laundry. If my daughter goes into her room and it's clean, she wants to do her homework in her room because she wants to spend time in there. And so that is just something that I've come to realize is that when I have a clean environment, I am more productive. I am more creative. And I am also a better mom. I am also a better wife. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better human because I'm happier. So if you feel like you are angry or upset when you come into your house and it's messy, change it. If you feel like you are upset and angry at dinner time because you don't have a plan, change it. Create a system and that you are going to thrive in and your family is going to thrive in instead of the opposite. I want to end this episode by making sure that you guys remember that every single person is different. What works for someone like me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for someone else. So I want you guys to remember that because when you look at, you know, what people do or what's going on in their houses, remember, especially on social media, that you don't always see everything that's going on. You see just a small percentage of someone's real life on social media. And also every single person's family dynamic is different. So if you go into, you know, someone's house and it's super tidy and you're like, where is all this stuff? How are they so clean? And then you go into your house and it's a mess. Don't feel down on yourself. Don't feel bad about yourself. You know, remember everyone's different. Every family dynamic is different. Everyone's personal lives are different. For me, I've had a lot of loss and death in my family. And at those times, I just can't physically clean. I cannot. So either I have to fully rely on my family or just be okay that sometimes my house is just going to be a mess because of what's going on in my personal life. And that is okay. And I've come to be okay with that. So I want you guys to just remember this as you go into creating a family or a household system that works for you. And once you create that system that works for you and your family, write it down somewhere. Okay, guys. So this is what I was saying of me having so many different calendars in my house that work for us. 
We have our menu calendar that has our food on it. That's by our dining room table. And then I have a acrylic magnetic calendar that is on my fridge. And that's what we use for our cleaning schedule. So that's where I wrote like, you know, every Sunday, wash the sheets. Every Friday, we do this. Every other Saturday, we do this. Like once, you know, the first Wednesday of the month, we do this. So that is where I write that is on that calendar because it's where my kids can see it. It's at eye level for them. It's where we can see it often in our kitchen. It is a very commonly trafficked area in our house. And that's where it's easiest for that to live. Then we have a huge acrylic calendar that I had customly made um, from Etsy that is in the entryway of our house. And that is like our family command center where we have everything that's going on, schedules and things like that for the month. When If I'm going out of town for work, if we have family coming in town and things like that, you know, sports schedules, all of that, dentist appointments, everything goes on that calendar. So then we know what's happening. We know what's happening at school. We know what's happening in work life, personal life, and everyone is on the same page. My son, he can't read yet. So he's not on the same page unless we tell him, but my daughter can read and she loves it. And me and my husband really enjoy it. So then we both are on the same page. We know what's happening. And then we can also communicate with each other because he can see, okay, our dog has a vet appointment and he can be like, Hey, I have a work meeting that day. Are you able to take Oakley and vice versa? So it helps us really stay on the same page instead of us both sitting here, both having meetings and being like, wait, Oakley has a vet appointment. I can't take him. Well, I can't take him. And then we're not on the same page and have to cancel it or end up fighting. So having a schedule, having organization, having a system can really help you and your family thrive. So I really hope this episode was helpful for you guys. If you have any questions at all about it, please let me know. Um, If you are listening to this on Spotify, you can drop your question below in the episode. Um, If you have any other questions, you can send them into our Ask Taryn section on our website. Um, But I am really excited for you guys to incorporate a family household system. If you guys do this and it works for you and you love it, I would love to hear about it. Shoot me a DM on Instagram, put it up on your stories, tag us. We would love to root you on and cheer you on and just really help you just feel accomplished of doing this and feeling empowered in your own house. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys on the next episode of She Can Systemize.